0: Just be proud of your hairline or lack thereof. I actually think bald guys are really hot. Like if you have a hot face and you're bald, like just fully bald, I'm into it. I'm not swiping no on bald guys. I'm swiping no on guys that are hiding their hairline. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and... I'm gonna be so for real with you guys right now. I really don't feel like recording today. Sorry about it. Um, I had a little bout of food poisoning. Fun fact: you can apparently get food poisoning from Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I have been eating Flamin' Hot Cheetos since I don't know the sixth grade, and nothing has ever happened to me. And I don't have stomach problems. Like I'm not. I know they say like all hot girls have stomach problems. I am the exception. I do not have stomach problems. And for whatever reason, I ate some hot cheetos, and at 4 a.m., destroyed, wrecked, just, just absolutely unwell for 24 to 48 hours. Um, and usually, if I don't feel like recording, I don't, because I always want to give you guys a great episode. But the show must go on; the episodes have to come out. Um, so here we are. Some of you guys might know um, I posted that my mom is remodeling my bathroom in my house. I know I sound like a spoiled brat right now being like, oh my God, mom, like you chose the worst possible time to remodel the bathroom. Like I'm home unexpectedly and I need it. How dare you? But I almost crapped my pants on the way down to the bathroom with my food poisoning. So really, really, really horrible time to not have a bathroom. Also, the man is here working on the bathroom right now. So if you hear banging, scraping, drilling in the background, sorry, but this is currently where we're at. I saw a TikTok recently about standards and about the smartest thing that you can do when you're dating. And of course, I was hooked from that tagline. I was, I was sucked in. I was like, what's it going to be? And the girl was saying, the creator was saying, the smartest thing that you can do for yourself is cut these dudes off at their first offense. And I was like, this is actually sound and sage advice. Cutting someone off at their first offense, it seems like you're being judgy. The world wants you to think that you're being too picky, that you're a woman who will never find anyone, hashtag wedding bells in 2055. That was literally a comment I got on one of my TikToks, I'll get into it. you're never getting married. You're going to be an old cat lady, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it all before. But this is like the best dating advice I've ever heard because they say that the things that you see, the red flags that you see in the beginning, the things that you and your partner fight over in the beginning are the things that will break you up, or those are the things that are going to be in your relationship the entire length of your relationship. So when you're in the beginning stages, you have to ask yourself are those things that you have now that will likely be there forever? worth it? Are they worth staying in the relationship for forever? And can you deal with those things for the rest of your life? And if the answer is yes, if they're small things, or if they're things you can get over or live with, or if the great things outweigh those other little things, great. But if not, you should leave at the beginning because they're not going anywhere. And in my relationship experience, these are facts, indisputable, undebatable facts. The things in my last relationship that I saw as red flags at the beginning are 150% the things that broke us up. And I bring all of this up to say that I made a video saying things that I immediately swipe left for on dating apps. If you guys don't know, if you're not on dating apps, swipe left is no X. I don't want to date you. I don't even want to look at your profile. Next. So the video got like a lot of traction. A lot of the girlies were in the comments like, oh my God, you read my mind. This is exactly what I do. This is exactly what I think. And they were adding in new and more things that they were like, oh, I also swipe left for this. Oh, I also swipe left for this. And when I'm going to read this list to you, but it was not even that picky. And I will admit to anybody who will listen that I'm a picky person. I'm very picky. I'm very particular. And I'm okay with that. And everyone thinks that, oh, you're going to be single forever. It's a threat. Don't threaten me with a good time because I would rather be single than being stressed out by somebody's son. So I am okay with being picky, having standards, waiting for what I'm looking for. I'm fine with that. That's my personal choice. I choose to live with that. Cool. Um, some other people aren't and that's fine, but I will not be settling over here for less than what I want and deserve. And the comments... Like It was mostly, I'm saying 95% women being like, haha, this is so funny. And I agree. You're totally spot on. You're right. And there were a few stragglers, like men in there being like, actually, you know what? I can't even mad at her. Like, This is a pretty normal, decent list. And then there were, of course, the outliers that were like, uh, marriage bells in 2050, then you're not even hot enough to be that picky. I'm trying to think of what else stupid ass comments. And I'm like, oh, I, would, I wouldn't even swipe right on you. Like whatever. And I'm like, these are just basics, basics that I said in the list. Let me read it to you guys. Number one was having typos in your profile. Look, I'm a Virgo. I'm a perfectionist. I don't put out work that I'm not proud of in any aspect of my life, but on a dating profile, this is representing who I am as a person to you. You get about five seconds. It's like a resume no one's going to hire you if you have typos in your resume. Sorry. No one, no where you, you want to work is going to hire you. And I'm not going to date you if you have typos in your dating profile. Like there's only five questions on Hinge. There's like three prompts on Bumble. And you made a profile, you added pictures, you answered the prompts, and you couldn't just like do a once over and check. Like it's not about the typo. Cool. We all make mistakes, but this isn't a text message. Like, this is a profile that you posted of yourself online. Like, this is you saying, hey, look, this is who I am. And you're going to leave the typos? Okay, so now I know who you are is lazy. Now I know who you are is not someone who double checks their work, not someone who is meticulous, not someone who is on top of their shit. Like, it tells me a lot in that typo. It just tells me a lot. And I'm swiping left. Number two was that you don't list your height. Obviously, you guys know I'm tall. I'm six feet tall. But that wasn't the reason because I would go out with a short guy, but I'm not going out with guys that are insecure about their height. I've done it before. I'm not doing it again. Actually, I don't know. I haven't really done it before, but whatever. I don't want to go out with an insecure guy that I have done before and they weren't even short. So I'm not going out with someone who's insecure, feels weird standing next to me, makes me feel weird standing next to them. I wear heels all the time. I love wearing heels. I love my height, but I'm not about to go out with somebody who is always bringing it up Is being weird about it who won't even tell me how tall they really are like dude you do know that if you don't put your height on this profile i'm assuming you're short so if you're tall you're shooting yourself in the foot and if you're short like just claim that you're 5'8 bro just say you're 5'8 and if you're super hot and funny i might swipe right anyway like give yourself a chance but if you put nothing no i've seen everything i needed to see next was that you don't smile in any of your photos with teeth the fact that people called me too picky for saying that i wanted a guy to smile in one out of the five or six photos on his profile is wild to me but you know here it is um i just want to see that you have teeth i want to see what your smile looks like a smile shows like personality and if you have kind eyes or if you look like a serial killer like i'm really big on teeth personally i love teeth and i just want to see what yours look like or if you have any if you don't smile in any of your pictures In six, I assume it's deliberate and that you're insecure about your teeth or that you don't have any teeth. Next was (laughs) every photo that you have on your profile has a hat on. Babe, sweetie, honey, we know what you're doing. We're not dumb. We know what you're doing. Okay. Um, Guys love to complain about girls always having filters on their profiles. I haven't really seen girls' profiles except for my friends, so... I can't confirm or deny if girls have filters on in every picture. Like I could see how that would be annoying. If guys had filters on in all their pictures, I would be annoyed too. Like I want to see what your damn face looks like. That's the whole point. That's what we're doing here. So the hat thing, it's like, dude, just be proud of your hairline or lack thereof. I actually think bald guys are really hot. Like If you have a hot face and you're bald, like just fully bald, I'm into it. I'm not swiping no on bald guys. I'm swiping no on guys that are hiding their hairline because you have cl- clearly there's something to hide under that hat. Like is it the fact that you don't have a hairline? Is it the fact that you're balding? Is it the fact that your head is a weird shape? Like I can't even really tell what your whole face looks like if you have a hat on in every picture and sunglasses? Like what what are you hiding? I don't want to find out. It's a swipe left. The hat thing goes with so many other things because It's basically just lumped into one big umbrella of hiding your face. Like if you have a hat on, have sunglasses on, you have pictures with 75 of your bros from one wedding, and I can't tell which one you are. Filters, the phone in front of the face like this with the selfie photos pisses me off. You made a dating profile just to hide your face behind the phone. And I get it. I know guys don't have as many pictures as girls do. I get it. And obviously I have a lot more pictures than most people in the world do, but you don't have a single picture that you could use. Y'all don't have any pictures at all. It's crazy to me. Then don't make, don't make the profile. Just don't sign up. If you don't have any pictures, just don't sign up. Now that was only like five or six things. And again, I'm standing on the fact that I really don't think that was being that picky. All I said was, I want to see your face and your skull and your teeth. Like, I just want to see what you look like or I'm swiping left. And, you know, I'm too picky for that. So whatever. Okay, now for the ones that are a little less on the outside, superficial uh, aesthetic. If you're smoking a blunt... In your profile or a cigarette. Smoking is so unattractive to me. I don't want anything to do with it. I hate it. I can't stand it. I've never been into weed. I don't like guys that smoke all the time. I said this before, but somehow I always date someone that smokes a lot. I can't stand it. And I'm sick of dealing with it. Like, I almost feel like, okay, when we were in our 20s and college or whatever, and it was a social thing to do at a frat party, okay, whatever. We're drinking, you're smoking, okay. But like, we're in our 30s why are you smoking a blunt in bed on your profile for dating? If that's what you want to show me that you're about, thank you for the heads up. Quick next. I'm actually really surprised I got no heat at all for this one, but I said, if you're a conservative, it's a swipe left. I'm a liberal, very liberal. I don't want to date someone conservative because I already know that we don't have the same values. We don't think the same. I'm not trying to get in an argument with you about it. I don't want to deal with it. We're not the same. And that's okay to each their own, but I'm not going to date you. It's a next. If you have pictures, and I just said, like, I get it. I know guys don't have a lot of pictures, but if you have pictures of just you and one woman with your arm around her, I'm confused. And if I'm confused, I'm not compelled to swipe right. Is this your sister? your girlfriend? your ex-girlfriend? is it your mom? is it your cousin? who is this woman? I don't like it. You could get away with it once. One out of 5 or 6 pictures. But if you have more than one picture with you and, and a woman individually like solo photo. No. Oh, this one drives me nuts. People bragging about their money. This drives me nuts in general, not even just like on dating apps. <laughs> um but If you have to brag about how much money you have, I know you're broke. Like if you actually have money, people that actually have money don't brag about how much money they have. It's like people walking around being like, oh my God, I'm so confident. I'm the most confident girl in the world. Nothing can knock me down. I have no insecurities. You're insecure as fuck. I know that because a real confident person doesn't have to announce it like It's just so weird to me that guys think it's attractive for some reason to post stacks of cash, post themselves in front of cars that I know they don't own. Like that is not your Porsche. It's not your Tesla. It's not your Ferrari. It's not. It's at the dealership. It's outside in valet and it's not yours. You just took a picture in Vegas. (laughs) Not attractive. I want nothing to do with it. This is small, but irks me. Pictures in bed. Why are you in bed? Why are you taking selfies in your bed? Get up. <laughs> like it's giving lazy, unemployed, bored, sexual. And let's get to the sexual because if there's anything, any teeny tiny little part of your dating app that even insinuates sex, we're done. We're done. Dude, I know you want to have sex with me you're a man, I'm a woman, you're on the dating app because you want to have sex with women. I get it. We get it. I don't need a reminder. I don't need you to to announce it in your profile. I don't need you to say sex positivity. I don't need you. to There was literally a guy that I accidentally matched with because on Bumble, it's really easy to accidentally swipe right. I have found out multiple times, but I accidentally matched with this guy who had two truths and a lie and I don't remember what the other two were, but one of them was "I love rim jobs." So I accidentally matched with him, and then for fun, I just messaged him, and I was like, "I'm hoping that you loving rim jobs is the lie." And then he just sent me back the like emoji, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, wait, like I'm not here to kink shame anybody, but did you have to put that as one of your prompts? On Bumble, I'm just so lost. I'm so, 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 so lost on who these men think that they're making the profiles for. I just think there should be a female friend for every single guy that has a dating profile. I think he should be required to have a female friend do a once over, look over it, make sure nothing is like terribly offensive and gross and weird. And they would have so much more success because I think anytime I've met a guy from a dating app, He's always cuter in person. He's always cuter in pictures. It's always somebody that I was kind of like iffy about. And I was like, oh, I don't even know if I should swipe on them. But like, I'll give it a chance. Then maybe we had a good conversation and we ended up going and meeting in real life. And I'm like, wow, you're actually really cute. Some of the cutest guys I've dated were guys whose profile I was like, Ooh, this is a maybe if I'm in a good mood. Like, because, yeah, I just need women everywhere to collect your guy friends and check their check their dating apps. Because I feel like you can tell. You could tell a woman's touch. You can tell a dating profile that has been looked at by a woman and approved. Okay, last one before I answer some questions that you guys sent in Virtually like it is. If you, this is a good one. <laughs> if you made a whole dating profile and you put pictures and you just didn't answer any of the prompts, like again, this goes back to the typos thing at the beginning. Like If you took the time to make a whole profile, you you can't take the time to answer any of the prompts. You don't want me to know anything about you or you just put in the bio, oh, anything you want to know, just ask me. I don't want to ask you, why am I already doing all this work before we even got there, before I even matched? Can I know one single tiny morsel of anything about you? Why are you making me work this hard? Like, just answer the prompts. It's just so lazy. It just shows that you're low effort you don't care. You don't even care to add three easy ass sentences about yourself. You don't even care to add a bio. like. And again, that tells me everything I need to know from the beginning. You're careless and you don't put effort into things that you do. So I don't think you're going to put effort into wooing me. I don't think you're going to put effort into courting me, taking me out on dates, all of that from you not putting anything in your bio. And also it kind of looks like you're a catfish. Like if you're hot and you just put six pictures in a row, you look like a catfish. No words, just the pictures, catfish. So it's a swipe left. (laughs) Okay, quick break and then I'm coming back with questions. I still didn't come up with a name for you guys. So, it's going to be Vulnerable Baddies right now. So, one of our Vulnerable Baddies wrote in and said, as a public person, how do you deal with the public eye? I used to do sports professionally, but I never got used to performing in the big crowds. Anxiety was and still present when I'm surrounded by a lot of people, and I'm recently retired from sports, but I still have to talk in front of people all the time. Is there anything that you tell yourself? How did you get used to constantly being watched as a model or on the red carpet, for example? Thanks in advance. I do have a little bit of anxiety, but not really in front of people. Like I don't have social anxiety or anxiety with crowds much. That's just that like natural kind of performer aspect in me. I don't really get nervous like that. Like I still get nervous depending on how big the crowd is or what exactly it is that I'm doing. But what makes me feel better is being like super duper overly prepared. Like even this goes back to school when I had a public speaking class or when I had a project to present. Like... As long as I feel overly prepared and like I know the material, like the back of my hand, I don't get as nervous. But if I feel unprepared in any way, then I'm sweating bullets and I'm like not ready to go speak in front of people and I do weird tics and I get nervous or whatever. Um, the public eye part, I don't know if you ever get really used to that. I hope that I wouldn't. Obviously, I'm not like Taylor Swift level famous and truly hope to never be because. That honestly, to me feels like or looks like a prison <laughs> um, and obviously, on this level, I've gotten a very small taste of what that feels like, but, yeah, I don't know if you ever get used to being watched or like people looking at you. Um, it's a very weird feeling. I actually was watching Jay Shetty and Michelle Obama's. A conversation on his podcast on purpose last week. And Michelle was talking about how so many young people want to be famous nowadays. And everybody wants to be famous. Everyone wants to be a star. Everyone wants to be Instagram famous, whatever. And what people don't realize is that as soon as you get any sort of notoriety, fame, whatever, you lose your anonymity and you can never get that back. And she was like, it's just a very, interesting thing that you never think about until it's gone. And nobody thinks about that part. Um, so she was just like, yeah, so many people want to be famous, but there's so many things that I can't do because I will never be anonymous again. Obviously she was the first lady. So she was like, you know, Barack used to say, oh, when we get out of the white house, we can move back to New York and didn't realize that like they could never do that. They can never do that. Like the New York that he knew is never going to be there for him or accessible to him because he can't walk on the street of New York. He can't go to Central Park. He can't go walk and grab a dollar slice. He Can't get on the subway. Like it's just, you can't do things when you don't have anonymity anymore. And I think this was last week or whatever week I said that people stopped recognizing me as much recently and it was really relieving. Um, so I think when it was at its peak... I just had like a guard up. Like it wasn't, it was just like I was always on high alert. It's like you're in a protective, like anxiety induced paranoid almost mode because everyone else around you doesn't understand. And it makes you feel paranoid or like you're being overly like It just makes you feel very paranoid because you're thinking about things in a different way. Whereas like someone you're with, your boyfriend, your friend or whatever is not thinking about like, hey, maybe we get a table at the back of this restaurant so that people don't like see me or recognize me. Or like, maybe we don't take this train car because there's more people in it. Or maybe we don't walk this subway route because like there were just so many different decisions and things that I thought about and things that I like changed in my life because of that at the time. And so it was just a lot. Um, yeah. It, and again, even saying it right now, I feel like it sounds dramatic, but it genuinely wasn't. Like right when our season came out, Matt's season, me, Abigail, Piper, Kit, Bree, Serena, Maggie, everyone, we were all in New York City at the same time. And we would go out and it would be madness. It would be absolute madness. And they understood, obviously my thought process. But when I would go out with my regular friends, like my old friends, I would be thinking these things and they, it just wouldn't cross their mind. And um, yeah, I don't know if there's a, there's an answer for that one. I still haven't figured it out. And personally, I'm not trying to go back. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I like my anonymity back, even though I don't really have it, but I have it to most people. It's not like a level of celebrity where once it's out, you're never getting it back like Flavor Flav or something. I don't know why that just came up. He was on the Tamron Hall show and that just <laughs> popped into my mind, but you know, Flavor Flav can't walk anywhere without someone in the world knowing who that man is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I would say, This is a very long one to answer to help you. I think your original question was, is there anything that I do to help deal with the anxiety in the crowds? Preparation was my number one answer. And how did you get used to constantly being watched? You don't get used to that. You just don't. Um, And if I'm going to continue on a career that I'm on right now where I'm going to be on camera or I'm going to be in front of cameras, um, that's never going away the cameras don't really bother me anymore. It's crowds of people. But honestly, I think practice is another good answer. Like I'm thinking about taking a public speaking class um, just so I can get better at speaking and my speech in general for the podcast. So that's kind of something I want to do this year because I want to get better at saying filler words like, um, and like, and I don't want to say them anymore. And I want to sound more cohesive and smarter. Like it. I hate to say it, but it sounds bad and it's probably rooted in sexism, but it sounds bad. When you say like a lot, it sounds dumb. Like it, it makes you sound less intelligent. So I really want to get better at speaking if that's something that I want to continue to do in my career. um, So what I have to do is practice and learn from people who are better than me. So those are my tips. That was very long. So that's the only one I'm going to do. <laughs> If you guys want advice or have questions for me, please call into the voicemail. Nobody calls the voicemail. Um, I'm going to read you guys the number again. It's 828-682-8446. 828-682-8446. I sound like an infomercial on the radio, (laughs) but call me, ask me anything. It's a Google voicemail. Leave me a message and I'll play it into the mic. And then it's like we're chatting. But if you guys want to find me otherwise, at Chelsea Vaughn on Insta, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok, and we're at Vulnerable Pod on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. But that is it, guys. We made it through. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll feel better and have a better week next week. I truly don't know how it could possibly get any worse than this week. So the only way is up. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next episode.